Greetings, and welcome to the Thirsty Mage, the podcast that stuck around long enough to witness the demise of yet another set of systems. I'm your host, and the man who still technically has his Wii U connected to his television, David Lloyd. And in this episode, we talk about the death of a pair of Nintendo systems and the birth of some new games. Joining me as our senior MMO correspondent, excited to share his experience of another online game, it's Casey Gibson. Yep, I'm ready to waste another couple hundred hours of my life. <laughs> I saw, it was funny, I, I saw on Twitter that uh, Lost Ark came out and uh, Asmgold was uh, apparently like set, his, set a personal record or tripled a personal record or something of, of viewers when he started playing it. And I was like, I bet you oh, yeah, he was be, be playing this game soon. Yeah, I think he I think he capped out. It was like 460,000 people were watching him. Yeah, and I think Which his, is crazy. his like personal best was like 120 or 140 or something before that that time or something. Pretty yeah, I, I'm not sure exactly, but I know this definitely smashed. It might have been I don't know if it was like the highest stream for like concurrent views for just like a single person. I, I don't know, but I know it was definitely up there. And uh yeah, I think I think there was um, like 750,000 people watching it on like launch day. And they, yeah, like almost all of them were watching on Asmins. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it it's definitely getting a bunch of uh, interest and, and seems to be doing pretty well. So we'll, we'll see if it can last. Yeah, well, I'm uh, excited to hear about it. So. And uh, also joining us is the, the woman who did all the homework necessary for this episode uh, while I toiled away with uh, with playing a game. And uh, so please check out her feature. That's uh, I don't know if it's on the RPG site now. Um, or... No, I don't even know if it will be. To, I, they didn't, oh, okay. No one's seen that interested. And I'm not not sure if I should take the initiative to just post it myself or not. Or if I'll get in tr- <laughs> trouble for doing that, you know. Yeah. Um, but well, yeah, I do have a whole list of all. I mean, that's based on the European eShop. Because, like, you know, there's differences of things that aren't on, like... The, yeah. the American stuff and the American kind of exclusive to that, or but like all the RPGs are on both systems. So. Yeah. Well, now I don't feel so bad that we're going to be using your list tonight. So it's it, now yeah. now the list is not going to waste. So I'm I'm happy. Oh, and it's <laughs> so and this far is so like good. It's Cameron the thirsty mage exclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Page with the thirsty mage exclusive uh, 3ds the uh, the definitive list of games to buy before they're no longer available. Uh, R.I.P. I can't believe I think it's so nuts that uh, I feel like the 3DS, like there were games. I know there hasn't been games for a little while, but it doesn't feel like it's been that long that all of a sudden, like they're like, ah, throw the 3DS in the trash. Like, it's just crazy. I don't know. Yeah, I I guess they must have the numbers, right? Like they must be making barely any sales now and then just, I guess, projected in the next year or like, yeah, like we'll. You know, it'll taper off, and it, oh. it's uh, yeah. There, there yeah. not any. There's not any 3ds's for people to buy. I've got at least a couple of people coming in asking about 3ds games or 3ds's. <laughs> just aren't yeah, any. Really? Yeah. I know, like, you know where I am. Won't go on sale like anymore. I mean, I know obviously not you know new, but I, I'm pretty sure it's hard to get a used Vita as well. Oh, definitely. I would. Um, yeah. <laughs> It makes me, that's what I find funny too is like when uh, Sony announced that they're like, okay, I think we've had enough of the PS3 and PSP. We're going to be shutting those down. And everyone like ran out with the pitchforks. 
And I'm like, yeah, those are like 15 year old systems. And, and now uh, Nintendo. But you know, the, the funny thing with, with Nintendo is they were clever because they distracted everybody with that memories uh, thing. Yeah. So all of a sudden, like any any complaints people had about the uh, the systems being shut down were drowned out by the man. I, I watched a lot of Netflix on my Wii. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I didn't even realize I watched Netflix. Like, like I said, I think my yeah. sister or someone else used it. Yeah, it would have been before you had the new systems and the Wii was all you had. Uh, <laughs> the I, Wii U days. I mean, I'm not surprised they're shutting it down after the the Wii, like the Wii U at least. 3DS I am a bit more because that's still pretty popular. Um, but, you know, like you know, I said, Wii U was less popular and they, I mean, they shut down Miiverse, not even... Well, a couple of months after the Switch came, like they they killed that straight away, and that kind of removes a lot of stuff in some of the games. Good uh, old Meverse. It they they had the metaverse before there was ever a metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm not really that surprised in in the Wii and, um, but on on the plus, I mean, on the plus side, you know, at least now you'll have free reign to connect your systems to your computer, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you know, enough to... yeah because yeah, they oh, i was supposed to give the official details so it doesn't know um nintendo announced that by late march 2023 you cannot purchase software including dlc from the wii u or 3ds eShops, including stuff like demos um before that um from august 29th this year um eShop cards will not be able to be used to add funds onto the shop but if you've got like a switch and your nintendo network id is connected to your nintendo account you can share the balance which is how i've I bought a couple of things because I already had some eShop credit on my Switch, and that's connected, which you can do. Um, so that way you can still buy up until that date. And any download codes you haven't used, you want to use those before the end of March 2023. Yeah, are they? So are they? Um, did they mention if it, if you own like the downloading of games? Like, I wonder when the actual. They haven't said when they're going to shut is- that down. They just said, like, because you'll still be able to re-download stuff, but purchasing or getting anything like you hadn't had on your account already, basically. Mm. Yeah, the Wii U makes sense. Like, almost every Wii U game that's worth playing is pretty much on Switch. (laughs) It's already on the Switch, yeah. (laughs) You could pay $60 retail for those. Yeah, I know. Well, it's I guess there's... uh, I mean, Xenoblade X is probably the... Or Wind Waker, I suppose, are kind of the one and two yeah, of my, games that aren't my, uh, on Switch yet. But I mean, like, I guess Star Fox uh, depends who you talk to about whether yeah. Star Fox should be on Switch. <laughs> well, they've, one, they've one already got they've already got yeah. Star Fox sixty four on the Switch. I don't know what's the difference. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All they have to do is just make that uh, add a uh, add a few more like another hundred p to that, and it's uh, pretty much the same thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah yeah, yeah I, it, it's it's like you guys were sort of saying i sort of just agree along those lines yeah it seems th- you know wii u not too shocking you know especially at this point you know it, it's still crazy to me that the switch has been out for just about five years now which is just mind-boggling but uh but yeah the 3ds seems like it still has some life in there so surprised that they would cut those sales off but just gonna make those uh physical copies worth even more money yeah, I was thinking about um, <laughs> just thinking about my bravely default copy. Like back in the day, I think it was like two or three years ago that we 
played that, I think. I can't, it was a while ago now, but um thinking like back then i think i paid like 70 bucks for it or something like two or three years ago but and that was like before the big uh how like before everything just like skyrocketed up so i'm curious what what that thing's worth today mm. yeah probably not cheap <laughs> no and it was <laughs> i was actually thinking uh it wasn't that long ago i was actually considering like my 3ds is kind of beat up and I have the large, it's like the XL, it's not the new 3DS, but it's the XL right before the new 3DS. And so I was actually like hemming and hawing about whether it'd be worth picking up the 2D, the 2DS XL. Like the, mm. basically the I last do one like how those released. look. I have yeah. um, my normal 3DS, I guess it's the new 3DS. And I have a spare Pikachu edition of the new 2DS XL. Which oh, yeah. was just supposed to be like you know a backup system, um, yeah. because like they're hard to get, and I just, that happened to be in the store. And I was like, yeah, I've got two hundred twenty-five bucks in my pocket. <laughs> like, I'll get it now while Thank it's still there. Um, but now, because uh, I can't use it concurrently, because you can only have your Nintendo account on one 3DS, uh, which yeah. was annoying oh, because man. I kind of wanted to maybe like mod it for capture footage. Um, but I was going to be like, oh, but what about any of my DLC? Or like, I have a ton of digital games on the 3DS. Like, I won't be able to get any of that because I won't be on that account. But, you know, now I don't have to. <laughs> I, might, I might use it sooner or that that can be the one that's naughty. And then <laughs> uh, and I, just... I really do miss, like, I, I wish there was a way that you could have multiple 3DSs, uh, yeah. like, linked to one account. Because, yeah, I, I remember the great debate of like, Oh, do you like the new, you know, the XL or the regular one? And it's like back, you know, back when the 3ds was out, I had a whole bunch of them. So it was like, and I would switch it, but Oh, I, I like the bigger screen. Oh, I like the, you know, the compact, you know, small bit, you know, bit Form factor. And I go back and forth, but yeah, it was such a pain to have to transfer like the entire system over. Ugh. But you got to see the little Pikmin. Go to work, Pikmin. Yeah. Well, maybe before we talk about the games uh, that we're going to lose, maybe we could just uh, briefly talk about the the games that we enjoyed the most. Like I know they were we were sharing those. I didn't actually go on and do that login memories thing, so I have no idea uh, what the computer says are the most games I played. But I'm curious uh, what what your guys' favorite games are on the on the Wii U and the 3DS. The Wii U definitely Nintendo Land, and that's not going to come away from the Wii U because that uses the gamepad so much so like that's the sad like a lot of these things are just like yep they're stuck on the wii they're not going to get a port um so definitely nintendo land that's super fun uh i, I think that might be the main one because you know Mario my, my kart's been on switch for a while things like that pikmin 3's on switch uh like, like you said but, pretty much all the good games you know minus any good know, game that doesn't but... require the game <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty much made its <laughs> Almost, way over. Almost, yeah. What about 3DS? So that 3DS, um, Fantasy Life. They mm. actually, it's really, I don't know what's happening now because they, the next Fantasy Life is an online mobile game. And oh, then they announced, yeah. they announced, they announced that finally there's going to be an English version. And I logged into the beta. And then maybe a week after that announcement, oh, Fantasy Life Online is shutting down. And I was like, so is the English one not happening? That doesn't uh, bode well for the future. Yeah, um, yeah. So I was quite sad because so I was like, "Oh, finally, I can play another Fantasy Life." That um, I think, on terms of the hours on the 3DS, are messed up because obviously I've transferred the system. So because I feel like Animal Crossing should New Leaf should definitely be up <clears throat> the top on the memory thing. But 
they have Dragon Quest Eight with like ninety six hours, so not not quite a hundred almost. <laughs> Just so yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely, definitely Fantasy Life, Yokai Watch Two, and what was the other one? Dragon Quest, yeah, Dragon Quest, yeah, Dragon Quest Eight, Fantasy Life Two, Yokai Watch. Not Fantasy Life One, <laughs> Watch Two. <laughs> Those would be the main three, and then obviously the other ones I liked, like say Utopia, but that got ported to Switch. Tomodachi Life. Uh, people, yeah, people like the last director we're starting to wait for series that haven't moved to the switch yet like um tomodachi life nintendogs and like the style um in america they're style savvy and like europe the new style boutique and then <laughs> they've got like, three different names depending on what region they are like we're waiting for some of those more casual ones because they were on 3ds but they haven't made it to the switch still so it's definitely a lot of 3ds favorites mm. and well, I don't think I finished Fire Emblem Echoes, but that's definitely one I liked too. <laughs> and I'm one of the lucky people with a copy of um, Fire Emblem where all, like um, Fates, where it's all on the one cartridge. So. Oh, the collector's edition. Yeah. Yep, I got. Yeah, I was lucky enough to get that bad boy. Technically, too. there's two in the household, but I think only one of us has the box, which got damaged because my stuff got oh. moved. My oh, no. like the, the stuff in there is fine. It's just the box is really like ah. Like the cardboard on top, because yeah, um, I got moved out of the house I was living in when I wasn't there. So <laughs> other people <laughs> handling my stuff. Uh, <laughs> guns. Yeah, um, but I've got all the stuff, and then because me, uh, my sibling, and my husband, we, um, all ordered the copy when that came out. I sold my siblings' copy, so they got money for it. But my husband still has at least just the cartridge for it. So we've got a couple. <laughs> <laughs> and that's yeah that's the other thing it might more be i mean at this point you know i'm not going to argue with anyone that wants to go the other route but you know if you do want to um other you know buy things and definitely think about dlc for your games because you're not going to be able to get those yeah through that way yeah you know, you know what's funny it's um i was listening to retronauts today and uh, they just happened to I don't rem- I don't know if it came the episode came out today or if it was like Monday's episode, but um, it was all about emulation, <laughs> like the different emulation options. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to. They didn't mention these ones because obviously they they wouldn't have known because it would have been um, from a, a little while ago. But I just thought it was funny, a funny coincidence that I flip on uh, the latest episode and that's what they're talking about. Um, so if, if people are interested in buying, I reckon they should just go for more indies rather than Nintendo themselves. Um, so for me, I definitely think Affordable Space Adventures is a really good, again, it's not really going to get, it's probably not going to move anywhere else. Um, that because a fun it's, game. It's, it uses the, like, the gamepad a lot, so it's one of those ones where it's like, yeah, you got to have it on the Wii U. And then 3DS, a silly game I like is The Legend of Kusakari, where you cut grass, like... Like in Legend of Zelda, you cut grass, but like that's the whole game is you cutting all the grass in the time <laughs> limit. And I remember when I played that game, I was such a dumb dumb. I didn't realize you could run, so I would like do this level. I was like, God damn, these are some serious tight times. Like to be able to beat these levels are so <laughs> tough. And then I realized, like after way too many levels, like oh, you just hold hold down like the L button and you can run. And I was like, man, these easies, these levels are easy. <laughs> um, and then I think, well, I think Pocket Card Jockey might be Game Freak, but that's like a one a lot, a lot of other people recommend. It's just because mm-hmm. it's like a cute, unique little thing, and they haven't like switched it to something else so far. I'm surprised um, they haven't sent that to like a mobile game. I, feel like I know. I just enough. 
uh, yeah, that's like because like for me, it's like okay, some of the Wii U ones where it's like you probably it's really not gonna leave the um the gamepad, or yeah, I did see um so, yeah someone like I don't know how they, that's what they like their Twitter name like what they go by live and need or something. They're just like they need suggestions for stuff that was on in the US eShop because like for example, Rusty's baseball seems really cool, but it's not. <laughs> I can't get it. With, well, you know, oh, that's not currently. A really fun game. Um, so there's some things like that where you, where I'm writing a whole list, but I don't know what's you know, not available to me the normal way. Mm. Um, so I think that's, yeah, my main thing is just getting some of these little indies or whatever. Um, I did come across some more interesting games when I was writing the whole massive list I didn't know about and I'll probably get. Um, and then myself, um, I had some eShop credit left over because I, there was like a Switch sale going on and then I decided I wasn't sure if I wanted some of the games <laughs> and then this got announced. So I bought a few. Um, I got, I saw something on Twitter about the um, Wii U thing of Super Mario Advance 4, which is Super Mario Bros. 3, has the e-reader card levels. Um, so like, okay. you know, that has extra content that you couldn't get if you had the regular cartridge version without having a bunch of other hard to collect things um and then when i was writing i never really looked at anything about the den men before but there's three of them on the 3ds and they're like yeah they were just little cute rpgs um so i got the first one and then i got star tropics 2 because i don't think that's on switch services yet yeah and i don't know if it will be although i guess yeah. that could be a game could. that one of those random games that just crops up, like, oh, all right, here yeah. you go. I was like, oh, I just have this, like, specific... Um, in terms of buying more for myself, I think probably... I like how the Wii U has the DS emulation, because you could have the top screen be on your TV and the bottom screen be on your gamepad, or you could put them both on the cheat. So there's maybe some DS games I might get just because it'll, it's more fun to play it that way. Um, and they actually have the first um, Star Boutique or Star Savvy on that, which I didn't notice <laughs> before. Uh, I did, yeah, I did find a lot of interesting things when I was writing that massive RPG list though, where I'm like, mm. so there's still be a few things I might get just because it, I mean, I've already got a huge digital collection and yeah, like I said, I might just go more for the, generally more for the indies approach because I'll still get some of it rather than it being 100% Nintendo. Yeah. How about you, Casey? What are your uh, favorite games from back in the day? Well, I, I was able to do that um, little snapshot. So for the 3DS, I had uh, 1,700 hours played. Whoa. Um, <laughs> 154 titles. Uh, the top one is Animal Crossing New Leaf at 101 hours. Uh, then it was Dragon Quest Seven, and then it was Persona Q. Um, and it's funny they show you like the like that little graph, right? Like the favorite genres, and it's just like a huge spike to RPG <laughs> at like big time. That's my 3DS one. It's like um. A tiny bit like not it even like, like the first to thing to, yeah it's a very funny shape it's more like a like like how the spaceships look like when they look triangular <laughs> and it's pointing yeah. towards rpg <laughs> with like it's like flat on rpg and then it's like the, the thicker side is going towards adventure a bit yeah oh, yeah yep yeah if i did mine it would look like an ice pick 
<laughs> just one big poking poking thing right at the RPG. Um, then on the th- on the three D or the Wii U, I had a nine hundred and five. Wow, yeah, nine hundred and five hours, seventy one titles. Uh, Smash Bros at one hundred and nine. Then it was Netflix, and like I said, I really, I don't know, I don't feel like I really ever watched Netflix on there, so that might have been my sister. Um, and then Splatoon, which I was surprised oh, yeah. because I could have sworn those games, because if uh, if uh, Smash is 109, those all must be real close to that, because I know I put in like 90 or 95 on Xenoblade Chronicles X. Um, uh-huh. My yeah, my top Wii U one was Splatoon with ninety three hours, and I'm like, God, just just shy of a hundred again. Yeah, yeah, you can never quite get there, can you? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, 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 as far as games, I really enjoyed. I mean, I feel like the 3DS just had so many cool, uh, like RPGs and stuff. I can even think of like I remember. Uh, it wasn't even like the greatest game, really, but I remember it was one of the earlier like indie games, like back when I sort of got back on the Nintendo train. Was the um, and now I'm gonna mess up the name or forget it, but it was the RPG where you're like the weapon maker, uh, and like the the heroes would come in. And it was sort of like um, a rhythm game a little bit. Is it Not, yeah weapon shop the mask? Yeah, awesome. That was that was literally one that I only just found out about while I was writing all of this, and I was like, oh, this looks. That's one of the ones I'm like, yeah, I'll get, I'll get that one. Yeah, it was <laughs> Later. cute. It's it's like you do like little tap to make the weapons and stuff, and then like the, you almost get like a Twitter feed uh, from the adventurers like talking about their travels out there, uh, and so like you get to sort of see what's going on out there with them while you're sort of in the shop. Uh, you know, not like the f- most fun game ever, but like a really cute little clever game that, like you said, it's like you're just never going to see that um, on the Switch or anything. People you know? were including that in like a list. Of, let me just go. Um, what was the, the other one? Just go weapon shop. Like of like some level five games, like some they did some, I guess, like indie type titles. Um, yeah, the Prolific Creators Guild series, which had Liberation Maiden. Aeroporter, Crimson Shroud, Weapon Shop, DMS, The Starship, Damry, Bugs vs. Tanks, and Attack of the Friday Monsters. So a lot of people were recommending Attack of the Friday Monsters. I remember not liking it, which I think was just because I had to grind for the last card and I was getting really mad at it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've had enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, like the Wii U, like I always sort of... Uh, joke around about Xenoblade Chronicles X being like the worst game, you know. Uh, but it's still a really good game, and yeah, I I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that one day maybe they bring it over to the Switch or, or its predecessor. But it would definitely need a whole bunch of uh, you know retooling to Fine get that team. all right. So yeah, well, and they got that whole like online system that they would have to generate on the switch and which the yeah, anytime you're incorporating online with a Nintendo game, it, it can go from like incredibly awful to uh, just barely working. So, <laughs> so <laughs> just, just barely working. what you're saying is we need to cover it before September. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah really. <laughs> well, it's funny. I actually, uh, I bought a new copy of Xenoblade X, um, from uh, e- well, it was EB Games at the time, but GameStop. I I was just in there, and I'm like, why is why is there a sealed copy of Xenoblade X in here? And they're like, I don't know, nobody bought it, I guess. And I'm like, all right, I'll just you know, I'll take that back. When in Rome, 
Yeah, and uh, I cracked the plastic, played for 20 minutes, and said, I can't read any of the text, and never played again. (laughs) (laughs) I I had the Wii U at the time was, like, connected to a TV that was up on the wall, and I'm like, unless I literally stand in front of my television and play this game, I cannot see a thing. So I I was like, I'll wait till I go back down to the basement. I just never never moved down. Maybe some other time, yep. Yeah. I think... Yeah, my Wii collection's pretty solid, although there's a game I've gotten rid of and I have to rebuy it and I don't it's like I want it but I don't want to buy it. <laughs> Cause I'm pretty sure I got rid of Kirby and the Rainbow uh, paintbrush or I think it's Rainbow Curse maybe. Uh, because I was playing it co op and it was like terrible and I was getting extremely frustrated even though my my sister was probably like a toddler at that point. <laughs> Whereas <laughs> I think if I played it one player it's probably good because a lot of people rate it pretty good. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, I think that's the only one I've got to get back. And then, yeah, when I was writing my list of um, all the RPGs, like I have recently picked up one of those harder to get. Yeah. When you're saying, oh, three of games get more expensive. I'm like, how is it? It's already been expensive. Like unless Marvelous does like one of their sales again, because they still would do 3DS sales. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to get Center and Calgary 2 on the 3DS. Uh, I'd have to shell out anywhere from 120 to 200 for Project X Zone too because there's no there's no Ooh. digital of that it's not on the eShop, so i can't even just like some games yeah. i've given up on like or like or it's like you know at least 100 or something i'm like legend legacy and seller glow though they had like sometimes atlas did sales too so i got a bunch of the atlas games just digitally because otherwise it is <laughs> yeah they had some much. pretty insane sales it wasn't i don't even think it was that long ago because i remember buying yeah a bunch so of atlas games. i i imagine maybe some retail like yeah maybe at least marvelous and alice will probably maybe do another sale within the year mm. um, and yeah. then yeah i still want to play those persona q games too like i i can't i may have bought one or both of them and can't remember and, and just keep thinking i, I I'll remember back to eventually. i really like persona q the first one i i like i said i i played it for at least like i don't know like i said it it, it was at least 80 hours give or take something around there um, and I remember like thinking back and just being like, man, I played so many hours of that game, but it didn't feel like it at all. And I mean that in a good way, you know, like I remember <laughs> yeah. playing through it and like just loving it and then just being like, oh, dang, like 80 hours, like Jesus Christmas, you know? Yeah. The, and I think, I feel like I bought Q2. I might've either, I did buy Q2 or I thought about buying Q2 because I think just recently it was on. Uh, like a digital sale for really cheap during that whole Atlas thing where they were kind of giving away a bunch of games. I feel like I picked that up, but I have to go on the 3DS and check. So, because uh, yeah, that's it's always been interesting. And uh, uh, having played both Persona 4 now and Persona 5, it'd be even, I'll even know who all the characters are. <laughs> yeah, mostly. Um, yeah, one thing that's like really interesting to keep an eye on, though, is this, you know, obviously there's a lot of stuff that's digital only because they're a lot of cute eShop games or virtual console, but there are some physical only games because they either just never had a digital version or they just, at some point, you know, a lot of stuff's been taken off the eShop because I was made a joke about, oh, I'll get you a Shaun the Sheep uh, video on your 3DS and they've already taken <laughs> the Shaun the Sheep episodes off the <laughs> shop. They probably did that after I bought them the other year. They're like, oh, let's, <laughs> let's get rid of this. Um, but yeah, it's like so far, well, I haven't checked every single 3DS game. And then again, maybe on the American eShop, they're there. But for me, Kingdom Hearts 3D Dreamed Up Distance, that's not on the eShop. Project X Zone and X Zone 2 are not on the eShop. And 
Shumagami Tensei Devil Survivor Overclocked, which is like an enhanced port of a DS game, is not on the eShop. The sequel is, but you can get a patch for the game. You just can't, <laughs> can't buy uh, yeah, the game. I was going to say there there is a digital a digital summer on there, but it wasn't. Yeah, not the one that not the one that you just said. Yeah, like the second one is, but this one yeah. isn't. I was like, okay. Those games are good. Those games are tough. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of where the like where I actually uh, was introduced to Shimagama Tensei was was on 3DS games like Strange Journey, Redux, and yeah, Digital uh, Summoner, and and then uh, I I had to cut my uh, SMT4 <laughs> play playthrough short for some review games and stuff, but uh, I was re- I was enjoying that just recently, so. Yeah, so that's yeah, like just some things have already gone. Um, I think what was it? There was another <laughs> 3DS game that I thought of that I <laughs> haven't really played very much of it, just because it's like a long game. You know, it's may- maybe when I retire from reviewing games, I'll get to it. But I played the demo of, and then I got it. Um, seventh Seventh Dragon Three Code VFD. I think it's li- a bit like the Etrian games, uh, but just like different setting i just love the character classes like you have a um a melee class called god hand and they're in a maid or butler outfit because you can you know customize how they look between a few presets um and then their moves are like you know depth so your combos basically so you move that and they could do that. um they have a healing move and it's called like chiropractic so, so like you just imagine that they're punching, they're like smacking the back of their teammates, and then there's like a duelist class, and then they you know pull out cards with different element attacks. Like that just seems really really fun. Yeah, it seems That's like my... Paige is going to be busy. <laughs> One day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it on the bottom of the uh, the backlog. Yeah. So should I should I read the million um, RPGs that are on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give it. Okay. Like, there's always going to be uh, some that people haven't heard of. So let's. Yeah, and like I said, this is based on the Australian eShop, so there could be stuff that's not on here. I just some I forgot about, and then I was like, oh. Um, and I didn't include, I think, the regular Harvest Moons, and um, advance. You can get both the Advance Wars on the Wii U, but I didn't, I didn't. I didn't include stuff that was like coming to switch i was trying to this was like rpgs that so far you can only get on the you know wii 3ds or through like the virtual console it's not available on the switches somehow mm-hmm. so we exclusive for like things that are available both physically digitally uh monster hunter 3 ultimate which is also on 3ds um and you can actually play like with someone on 3ds while you're like you can local connect those two systems uh, Paper Mario Color Splash, The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess HD, and Wind Waker HD, so like those specific versions, and of course, Xenoblade Chronicles X. That is the <laughs> the small list of non-virtual console Wii U games. Yeah, um, I'm surprised it's that big. Oh, that was, <laughs> I, I didn't check. Um, did they put, yeah, I've written it down, I haven't checked everything, like the, um, did I have, did I have Star Tropics 1 on the Switch online service? Yes, uh, I'm pretty okay. sure it is in the NSO because I okay. played Star Tropics somewhere, and that must have been it. I, don't, cause I, was, I know it was on the classic, but I don't, know like, I don't the, own um... Star Tropics. So like I know it was on the classic, but I can't remember. So yeah, Star Tropics two, um, Super Mario RPG is not, is it? I have to double check some of these. I have to check some of the NES and SNES ones. But I found a bunch of Turbo Graphics games because the Wii has Turbo Graphics, and I was like, so there's Double Dungeons, which is a one to two player dungeon RPG. So you're both playing a dungeon RPG at the same time. 
Dungeon Explorer, which is a 1-5 to five players action RPG, and Necromancer, which is a horror RPG, except it's Japanese text only, so they just ported it without translating it, which <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what they're going to do for Mother 3. They're just going to go, here you go, and play it, lol. Enjoy. Um, and a game called Utopia and Utopia 2. The probably... <laughs> Um, Ogre Battle 64, Person of Lordy Caliber was the, the sole N64 one. A ton of GBA games because they've got Final Fantasy Tactics Advance, Fire Emblem The Blazing Blade, Fire Emblem Sacred Stones, Golden Sun, Golden Sun Last Age, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, Metabots, two different, like some of these games have two different versions, so Metabots has two. Mega Man Battle Chip Challenge, Mega Man Battle Network, Battle Network 2, Battle Network 3, two different versions, Network 4, two different versions, 5, two different versions, and 6, two different versions. Onimusha Tactics, Pokemon Mr. Dungeon, Red Rescue Team, and The Legend of Zelda the Minish Cap. DS, Virtual Console, which I said it's just a really fun thing to do, uh, Advance Wars, Jewel Strike, Fire Emblem, Shadow Dragon, Mario and Luigi Partners in Time. Mystery Dungeon, Blue Rescue Team, and Explorers of the Sky, Pokemon Ranger, Pokemon Ranger Guardian Signs, Pokemon Ranger Gust Shadows of Almia, Legend of Zelda Phantom Hourglass, Legend of Zelda Spirit Tracks. On the Wii U, I've put in Mario Sports Mix because it has Behemoth in it, which makes it an RPG, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Pandora, actually, not Pandora's Tower, it's an RPG, I think it is. Pandora's Tower and Super Paper Mario. And that's, from what I can gather, uh, the RPGs that are on the Wii U. And outside, like, you know, the virtual console, outside of having them, like, actually physically, but, like, the digital way to get them officially. Yeah. So, sorry, did you those. say uh, Final Fantasy Tactics? Uh, Tactics Advance, yeah. Yeah, because I remember we were talking about getting that, and I, I don't think it was, it was pretty cheap. I think it was, like, eight bucks or something. Yeah, for Australian prices, they usually, like, the games range from, like, 10-ish to 12-ish. And then more when you get to, like, the Wii and stuff, but... I guess I guess we right. might uh, have to get on that before uh, next year, I suppose. Yeah, well, yeah you get a little bit of time. <laughs> the 3DS <laughs> list is a bit bigger in terms of like stuff that should be available both physically and digitally if you can get it. Um, so Seventh Dragon Three Code VFD, Bravely Default, Bravely Second, Codename Steam, Coldcept Revolt, Dragon Ball Fusions, the Dragon Quest Seven Remake, the Dragon Quest Eight One, which has got new features, new endings, extra playable characters. Ever Oasis, Etrian Mystery Dungeon, Etrian Odyssey 4, 5, Nexus, Untold, and Untold 2, Fantasy Life, Fire Emblem Awakening, Fire Emblem Echoes, Fire Emblem Fates with the Birth Conquest, and then Revelations DLC, Final Fantasy Explorers, Fossil Fighters Frontier, um, some names can also be different in different regions too, so like American, like it might come up with something else. Here is a Ruin. Inazuma 11 Go, Inazuma 11 Go 2 Chronostones, which is not on the US store that I know of, Langrissa Reincarnation Tensei, Little Battler's Experience, Lord of Magna Maiden Heaven, Mario Luigi Dream Team, oh, also if you're in European, you've got to add bros to the end of the Mario Luigi game, <laughs> Dream <laughs> Team, Paper Jam, Superstar Saga, Superstar Saga plus Bowser's Minion, which is a remake, Bowser's Inside Story plus Bowser's Junior Story Journey is a remake, Moko Moko Friends, which is a very repetitive game, but it's for kids, so... <laughs> Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate, Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate, Monster Hunter Generations, but Generations Ultimate is on Switch. It's just the version with less content. Monster Hunter Stories is actually on phones now, um, but you can't use the Ooh. Japanese only single use amiibos, so. It might <laughs> like, as well just not exist. Yeah, yeah not the definitive <laughs> version. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Paper Mario Sticker Star, Persona Q, and Persona Q2. 
Pokemon X and Y, Pokemon Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, Pokemon Sun and Moon, Pokemon Ultra Moon, Ultra Sun, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, Gates to Infinity, Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeon, Radiant Historia, Perfect Chronology, which is a remake, RPG Mega Fez, Shin Megami Tensei 4 and 4 Apocalypse, Shin Megami Tensei Devil Summoner Soul Hackers, which is the only le- English localization, like it's an older game, but it's the first time it got an official English thing. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei Devil Survivor 2 Record Breaker, which is an enhanced port of the DS game. Um, Strange Journey Redux, so again, it's a remake, redo of a DS game. Stellar Glow, Legend of Zelda A Link Between Worlds, Xenoblade Chronicles 3D, just because it's a different version of the game. <laughs> Yokai Watch, yeah, like that did, did have a Switch port, but not in English. I think a PS4 port actually as well. Yokai Watch 2. Bony Spirits, Fleshy Souls, and Psychic Spectres, Yoko Watch 3, and then Digital Only. Uh, Pokemon Bank, they said Pokemon Bank would become free upon the March 2023 change, and they'll keep that up for a little bit more, because, like, for example, when we get down to the Virtual Console, that, like, you can actually put some Pokemon from the older games into Pokemon Bank, and then you can transfer them to Pokemon Home. So if you've got your DS in your 3DS, you should be able to use Pokemon Bank, as far as I remember. So at, at some point in the future, there's going to be a mass genocide of millions of Pokemon. Pokemon when that bank just is... gone. Yeah. Into the yeah, they're just <laughs> deleted from the universe. There's but because normally so you pay a certain <laughs> amount a year. Um, so basically every time I open, I've got to pay because <laughs> it's been a year since I opened it. Uh, but it's going to go free upon the change because obviously they don't take any more transactions. So And yeah. they'll keep it for at least, at least until I guess you can't down, you know, actually download anything. So digital, I've got Crimson Shroud, Inazuma 11, which is a DS game, but it's digital on the 3DS shop. Team Kirby Clash Deluxe and the three Dempermen games, which is Dempermen that came by Wave, Dempermen 2 Beyond the Wave, Dempermen 3 The Rise of Digital, and Weapon Shop D Amas, how we say it. And I've already said which were the physical only um, RPGs. And then a little bit of 3DS Virtual Console. Uh, Legend of the River King and River King 2. Lufia, The Legend Returns. Pokemon Blue, Red, Yellow, Gold, Silver, Crystal, and the Trading Card Game. Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening DX. So the, the color version, because the one on the Game & Watch is not the color, <laughs> the color version. Legend of Zelda Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons. And then DSiWare, again, that could vary greatly between the eShops. Um, I was looking at, like, the Combat of Giants games I never had, but when I was looking at it, I'm like, I think they're kind of RPGs from the look of it. Um, and, yeah, they did have DS physicals, but digitally you can get um, Combat of Giants, Dinosaurs, Dragons, Bronze Edition, and Mutant Insects, and Dragon Quest Wars. Mm, so that, I'm sure I've missed some. Like I said, there's differences between the regions too, but that is yeah. most of the RPGs you can get on these systems that so far are not on the Switch or like PlayStation, Xbox type. Yeah. yeah like some, like I said, some days, have yeah. some have a DS original version, things like that. But yeah, thousands of hours of entertainment that are yeah. maybe going down the drain soon. Mm. Too many hours. <laughs> Need the time chamber. <laughs> Yeah, need need some kind of pocket dimension where I can plus all those three DS themes. Oh, those are the best. I'm still salty. That I they're think not actually themes I've got to find yep. the Nintendo tweaks. I feel like they said something about themes specifically, so I need to uh-huh. find the whole announcement. I'll, I'll look I for that for you guys. I had a good laugh about um, it, it's like I said, I I, I I'm 
slightly salty that uh, PlayStation gets dunked on for uh, for its like shutting down old stuff and and uh, the old you know Jim Ryan or whatever get into trouble because like who wants to play old games or whatever. And then now with like Nintendo shutting down 3DS and Wii U, and then them coming out with like, well, uh, you know, there's the question of of uh, the preservation of games and having access to all these games, and then Nintendo uh, basically responding with like, well, that's what, <laughs> they the, that's what the online service. Yeah, they're like that's what the online service is for, and uh, you, you know, you get you 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 get what you get. <laughs> and it's like come on like, yeah how is this, i mean that's the way any... the world right the the subscription yeah. model this is this is so like just it's to me it's like it's it's on par with like the jim ryan like nobody wants to play old games like it's such such a very similar attitude and it's so weird that it's coming from nintendo who must know that their fans they, are... li- they live off selling old games too. <laughs> yes, I like I don't I, uh, yes, the I don't whole understand brand. what's going on at the it's like Nintendo now that they've the Switch is like over a hundred million sold, uh, the 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 dollar bills are uh, clouding clouding the judgment of these guys uh, working at Nintendo or something. They're they're high off their the uh, adrenaline of uh, you know, counting their money, I guess. I don't know what's going they on. They got there. some of that Bobby Kodak uh, stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> he passed along the goods. Yeah. Um, yeah, so what they said was um, not just like, you know, obviously games and DLC, but obviously any other purchases you go through, like other apps. So like Street Pass Me Plaza, Theme Shop, and Nintendo Badge Arcade will, you can't buy anything from them. Although. <laughs> That was like I try not to do Badge Arcade too much, but I think after a while they stopped making new ones, so I guess it is technically possible to complete the badge set. <laughs> that game, that game was was fun, but it could be dangerous. Ooh, it was very dangerous. <laughs> well, I think Nintendo is probably going to have to shut down the 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 rewards program now because I'm pretty sure that the Switch <laughs> rewards are still coming soon. Yeah, um, let me just go to it. Um, I'm, I'm still sitting on a mountain of uh, wrong one silver coins or whatever i don't have are, too many uh, silver points, points cause we have the physical rewards so i'm, <laughs> I'm just mad the that they didn't, they didn't introduce them until i lost a ton of them because of like the timeout yeah. let's have a look yeah because it's um on australian one uh, animal crossing power camp reward the three mobile games rewards smart device slash pc rewards the 3ds slash wii software digital content or my nintendo store goods and the 3ds and wii u software one is a lot empty it's pretty much flip not studio flip note studio and uh twilight princess picross and then a bunch of 3ds themes i also had to laugh um so i got i got the uh the birthday email from nintendo where it's like click on this to get your present and i'm like okay so <laughs> i clicked 30% on it off it, no it wasn't even that it was 10 percent off a full price game uh, or Wait, you, you get, can you have get one discount? of these uh, or you can have one of these wonderful wallpapers for your for your cell phone. And I'm like, yeah, thanks, Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, I'm pr- I I could have sworn it was thirty percent, but maybe it maybe it's twenty. I don't know. Maybe they don't like Canadians as much. You you yeah. guys get discount. We just we just get silver Wallpaper. coins. <laughs> we just get silver I don't coins. even think I got. I don't think I got silver coins. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, I'm I'm almost positive it was like ten percent off any full price game. Uh, probably wasn't even a Switch game. It was probably a Wii U, Wii U or 3DS game. <laughs> and uh, and then yeah, just and then there, there was like probably five wallpapers of just like it was like 
a general like link mario kirby and it's like i could get this off the internet like i don't oh, i was I gonna say you type in this... yeah nintendo mario wallpaper and it's the first hit you know yeah. so here you go yep you don't even so... need to be your birthday to download this <laughs> that's right just I just need to be bored and uh, have some time on my hands and <laughs> i can have a mario background on my phone like oh I, I still I still love that they had the question about their obligation to preserve its classic games on their own fact and then they deleted it <laughs> the <Yeah>. same day. <laughs> oh. Somebody was watching that ratio. Because, <laughs> yeah, it was the question. They, they wrote it themselves. They wrote, once it is no longer possible to purchase this software, many classic games will cease to be available for purchase. Will you make them available in some other way? If not, why? Don't you have an obligation to preserve classic games by continually making them available? And then they just say, across our Nintendo Switch Online membership, over 130 classic games are currently available in growing libraries and the enhanced growing features. Once, growing by one every six months. <laughs> we, yeah, Slowly we think, but surely. We think this is an effective way to make classic content easily available to a broad range of players. Within these libraries, new and long-time players can blah, 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 blah. We have no plans to offer content the other way. Um, but like I said, Wii U has Wii has Turbo Graphics, Wii has DS, Wii has Wii. <laughs> None of the Switch Wii Online apps or any of those. They have GBA. No, there's, no, there's no GBA or Game Boy for 3D, you know. There's, there's entire sections of Virtual Console that they're just, unless they decide to add more, are not even going to be considered. I'd be shocked if, like, I think this drip feed is pretty much it until whatever the next uh, hardware is. Like, they they might come out with new systems or something. Like, maybe there'll be a GameCube or a GBA or something. But I, like, I, I can't imagine that the service the itself ultra premium is gonna... ultimate. Yeah, it'll just be new. One hundred dollars a year. Like, yeah, exactly. It'll probably be like. 40 bucks a month by the time they're like okay well if you want the n64 that's the expansion pack and then there's a second expansion pack and a dlc ultimate expansion pack for all these other ones <laughs> and then they're gonna be like if you want to play salmon run in splatoon 3 you just need to be a member of the yeah. online and then you can play it anytime you want yeah otherwise mm -hmm. it's restricted to one hour a day when we decide yeah that's right. You have to pay, and it'll be inside the expansion pack. It's like you have to have the online service and the expansion pack, and you have to play between <laughs> the hours of ten thirty a.m. and ten forty-five a.m. And uh, get old Nintendo, um, but that's yeah. only you can only play with your friends after you clear a certain amount of levels with random people. No, I was gonna say you can't even play with your friends. You just have to. You have to all like hope that you end up in the same. Oh, you all well, that have to was like, so type funny. in an eight-digit uh, room to try to get in the same room together. When when Splatoon that, 2 came you out, you <laughs> had to get much. like S rank to be able to join with your friends. And I just happened to get on like a lucky <laughs> string. So it took me like like no time. It took me like like I won a couple matches in a row, got S rank, it was sweet. But Perry kept getting stuck with like bad teams and it took him like hours <laughs> to get to the point where we could play together and i remember he was so angry 
And I was like, it dude, I did like, that in like half hour, man. That was easy. <laughs> and why are you doing that in a sequel? Like, I could see if it was like a brand new IP and they're like, no, we need to force people to play it for a bit so they at least know what's going on. But like, this is a sequel. Everyone who was playing it probably played the first one anyway. So. And really, like, it was a sequel, but it was the same game, you know? Yeah. Yeah, just with Pretty like much. different arenas, basically. <laughs> Casey, I, I, I'm still interested in Lost Ark, so maybe, uh, maybe we should transition yeah. to to that, and you can uh, let us know how your uh, your experience was with uh, playing that one. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Lost Ark is a free to play MMO. Um, it is a Korean MMO. Um, so it's been out over in Korea and Russia, actually. Um, for some reason, those two areas where they've been out. So it's been out for a few years now. Um, and I played a very tiny little bit of the beta when it like, you know, was coming out this way. Um, and then it just had its big launch uh, last week. And essentially, so, you know, when I think of an MMO and, and, you know, Paige is probably going to think I'm similar. And, and I guess David too, with your experience with uh, Final Fantasy, like I always think of the, it's called like the tab target, mmos right where it's like you target your enemy like there's going to be like just damage that's unavoidable and then you use your spells and then there'll be like big you know abilities that you'll have to dodge out of the way but generally speaking like you're always going to be taking damage from the other enemy as long as you're within range and like there's no way to completely you know negate that um but this it it well not only is it you know again we're uh you know, Final Fantasy and, and WoW and games like that, you're sort of moving around your keyboard, you know, you know, ASDW, you know, you're you're hitting your spells on the, you know, one one through zero uh, keys and all that stuff. This actually plays more like Diablo. <laughs> um, that's what I was going to say. My husband played a little bit and he said it's basically Diablo if it was a Korean MMO because Korean MMO seem to have a specific style too. Yeah, nice and grindy. Um yeah, so it, it definitely plays a lot like Diablo. Uh, you know, it's in that isometric view. You're going to be pointing and like clicking to get your character to run. Um, and there's like an auto button, like an auto run button. So you like you'll click them in that direction and they'll, you know, just keep trotting along. Um, but yeah, so it it's very different again, like from WoW and, and stuff. You get like the tab target, you know, is it's just I've always associated MMOs with that style of gameplay. So to have like an MMO, you know, that plays like Diablo, it, it takes a little bit of getting your head around. Um, you have a bunch of abilities. You could have eight on your uh, your main bar there. And there's a whole bunch of abilities. So you could switch them out pretty easily. But um, the idea is like you really want to try and combo. And, and there's, you know, you hit space bar to dodge. So like you can avoid a lot of damage. And it's... Similar to, you know, WoW bosses where like, oh, there'll be the ring on the floor, right? Like, and it's like, oh, crap, I got to get out of there. Otherwise, I'm going to get hit with the ability. So it's still sort of similar to that. But like, you can sort of move around and, and avoid um, enemies. And, you know, you're going to be chugging pots in this game, you know, potions like crazy. Like, there's a, a short cooldown, but it's you have so many of them. It's just sort of part of the play, you know, where in Final Fantasy or WoW, you know, maybe you use a potion and there's like a two minute cooldown where you can't use it again for a little bit of time, you know? So, again, a little bit more fast-paced. And what's, I'd say, the most interesting, again, coming from, you know, the 
the WoWs and the, the Final Fantasy of the world, you know, you have set roles. You've got a tank, you got a healer, you got DPS. Um, this game, there are no set roles. So there's no tank, you know, there's no healers. There are a few classes that, you know, um, err on the side of support. So, you know, they'll have buffs and they'll actually have like the Paladin and the Bard class actually have some heals, uh, but it's not like your standard, oh, I'm going to really just really be pumping heals and, and healing this one tank who's taking all the damage, you know, like they're they're it doesn't play like that. Now, I haven't done I'm not at endgame, so I haven't experienced any of the bigger dungeons or raids yet uh, to really see how that works at a high end level. Um the, the dungeons that I've been playing through leveling, you could actually go in there solo and do it. But I've done a few with people, too. And and yeah, it's just mostly everyone's just sort of doing their own thing together, just beating the crap out of these guys. Um, and, and I haven't really encountered any super hard, difficult boss um, where, like, I feel like, man, I need like a support class to be healing me or something. But apparently <laughs> the support classes are very... Uh, in high demand when it comes to the end level stuff. But um, <laughs> as far as the leveling goes, um, I haven't really honestly even been paying attention to the story that much. Like the idea, I guess it's like, you're looking for the arc, uh, it's sort of like a religious thing. Um, and you're in this sort of area that's uncharted. So you have like your adventure log. And in, as you go through different areas, like you're sort of checking out, uh, you know, checking boxes, you're finding like, little seeds and this and that to sort of flesh out that, adventure book which in turn gives you experience and stuff um the game has like tons and tons and tons of um different like systems so it's sort of confusing like i'm again i'm still leveling up right now so a lot of it is like whoa that seems pretty com complex and like you know you sort of scratch the surface a little bit of it uh, i'm sure as i get to the higher levels and those things become more important you know it'll be um I'll see how that all comes together. Uh, like, for instance, one thing is you do gain, uh, you could find cards and you could build decks. Um, and it's like six cards is a deck. And like you put certain cards together and they link together and then they'll give you like a passive bonus. So like one of my decks right now, it's like 4% extra health. Um, I take like less damage from ground attacks and some other perk. And it's just sort of passive. And I guess, you know, depending on the situation and of course what cards you have available, you'll be able to switch it around um, to tailor it, you know, to certain situations. Um, and then I'm trying to think also uh, there's like a roster t level. So you have your character level. Um, for some reason it's weird. You start at level 10. <laughs> I don't know why um, they just start you off at level 10 and you level up to 50 is like the soft cap where you unlock all the end game stuff. And then I guess, it, you level up to 60, but like, I guess the level 50 to 60 isn't really important. I, I don't know. From what I understand, it takes a long time and it's, I think it's just sort of like the icing on the cake. So you're still sort of progressing, you know, when you've hit the, the top level. Um, but you get this roster bonus because, or roster level, and those give you more passive uh, abilities. So as you level up that, you know, you get, oh, 5% extra vitality to all your characters. So now any character you make after that will get that roster bonus, uh, making them stronger, you know, as they level up. And in fact, you actually, when you hit level cap, they give you two free boosts uh, to, to boost two other characters to level cap. And the reason they do this 
in and again, I'm not there yet, so this is all just sort of uh from researching some and just talking to some people about things. Um I don't have firsthand experience, but when you get to level cap, you'll like get this armor set and then you need to sort of farm out these different materials to upgrade them. And, you know, by doing the raids and the high end dungeons, you get like different materials and then you can craft it or upgrade your items. Now, there is a certain cap on that per day that you can earn. Right. But the idea is then you can go on your alts and like get those materials on them and you can actually send a portion of the materials from that character to your main, you know, so you can funnel. So like the game's encouraging you to continue playing other characters to sort of funnel to your main character. So that's where, you know, again, like Korean uh, MMOs are, are typically pretty grindy. So I think when you get to the end level, it can get definitely like, Ooh, you're, you're going to have to put in some grind here. Now the, like from what I gather and so far would be my experience. That's not necessarily a bad thing because combat just feels really good. Um, you know, you you combine the different abilities together to sort of and they, you know, synergies work together um, as you level up, you you get these abilities, but then you also get, you know, skill points to buff those abilities. Uh, there's like a three level tree and I think it goes further. But like, oh, now I can change it where this ability will add extra damage or, you know, oh, this one's like a volcano and it now adds like an extra few pulses of the port you know, the tornado, um, the volcano doing extra damage, you know? So again, just to sort of customize, uh, your different abilities. Um, so it feels like there's a lot of customization to sort of mess around with different play styles, you know? And again, I feel like I'm really pretty, you know, brushing the surface, you know, <laughs> kind of uh, business at, at this point in time. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the game's super fun. It looks really nice. And, um, yeah, I'm having fun so far. Like I said, I don't know if it's going to be something I get to the end and like I find out like, oh, it is way too grindy. You know, um, a lot of people ask like, oh, is the game pay to win? Because I guess the game's free to play. And I actually I bought the founders pack, which let you play a little bit early. It was like 15 bucks. And like they they let you play early and they give you a few things. There's like this aura you can essentially you purchase and to me it sort of seems like hey this is like the if i were to pay a subscription fee you know and it like reduces some timers on things and like it it gives you other little perks again i don't know if it's actually worth it i mean i bought the founders pack so i'm using it now i guess you know when when it runs out after 30 days i'll have a better this game knowledge yeah 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 what the heck (laughs) But, um, oh yeah if you have any questions uh, oh my, my husband was saying that Final Fantasy 14 spoiled him because he's playing he started playing this and he started playing the Old Republic and it's like oh you have to have multiple characters to access all the you know all the content or all the classes and it's like you can't just switch between them on the one person so I thought that was funny it's like yeah that that's really a big, a big thing that it has over that and I think that's also the same thing like we're both looking into playing the old republic they announced some new stuff which apparently is only like two hours worth of content anyway but uh, from what i've watched you can play through most of that um free to play like there's some minor inconveniences but you can still totally get through like story content like that mm. um because they actually do a nice thing um 
your level cap is free to play, but if you're playing with high level people, like a high level thing, your level gets synced up to them. So I thought oh, that's, that's cool. Yeah, keep, that's, yeah, yeah. Keep the groups together. Yeah, this, um, like I said, yeah, it's it's interesting that because I, I remember our first like it's weird that they give you two free character boosts when you hit level fifty. But I guess you know again with the the whole idea they have like a roster level, it's like you're not le- like you're not necessarily just leveling your character. It's like this is like yeah your whole team like your count a level almost. Um, so it is weird. Um, but like I said, it it's just sort of so different you get like a mount right away where like you know i guess in final fantasy you get a mount pretty quick but like in in warcraft like back in the day you used to really have to go a long time without getting a mount and then it's sort of like ooh, i get rewarded like to move around fast now this game you know there's uh there's like fast travel pretty easily see like fast travel technically i guess you have to pay a small fee every time you do it if you have like that aura it's for free you know so like little little things like that now Again, I haven't got to the end level here, but I know or I've been hearing, I guess, that the materials you need to upgrade your gear, that's where it like they sort of incentivize paying, you know, because I guess, you know, you can there's a cap on each one. So obviously you could do the math at this point or find out, hey, it's going to take me X amount of weeks to get these items upgraded where I guess you could buy the crystals and the materials and then like, hey. I could get to that high power level quicker because like, I guess the whole debate with free, free uh, pay to win, excuse me. Right. is like, what is pay to win? Is it, I could pay and I could become stronger than someone who doesn't pay or yeah. is it it's like, supposed to is be it, like um, advantages and like PVP kind of stuff or you, you can like that should yeah. be like the the the, the actual <laughs> definition is like yeah that like if you pay you've got a massive advantage against you know in a way that would affect other players and not just yeah see that's my yeah. sort of my my uh definition too so like cuz then theoretically this game it, using that definition wouldn't be pay to win right because it's like you could pay to get to a certain power level quicker but like you can't pay the money and then like just Oh, like I didn't pay money. There's zero percent chance I can get to her power level, you know. Versus, like, so I don't think that's present in Lost Ark, yeah. but it is present in the sense that hey, I could pay to get these materials, and I can get my gear better than yours faster. Like, I don't think there's like again, I don't think there it breaches a cap where like all of a sudden like you know, I'm paying and now you can't even get to my level without paying. It's just a matter of like how quick you get there. So, and, and everyone sort of has pay to win, you know, sort of differently, or at least that's the arguments I always see. It's like, everyone's arguing from like a point of a different definition, you know? So it's like, everyone's like, no, you're a dumb idiot. You're like, of course it's pay to win, you know? It's like, well, if you're using that definition, of course it is, you know, but it is what it is. I, I don't for right now I'm enjoying the game. Um I'm enjo- you know I'm leveling up. Uh the leveling is like a lot of like oh sort of go through A to B right like going to different spots, killing some enemies. The best part of leveling I think are the dungeons. They're really cool. They're they're well designed. They look awesome. Um and like you could toggle between a regular hard mode when you go in and then the hard will give you some extra uh you know better gear and 
yeah, so far, like, it's always a joy when, like, you see a dungeon on the map and it's like, oh, baby, we're going to get over there. Like, it's going to be cool. It's going to look awesome. Um, and, and like, that that's what keeps you going. Like, oh, get to that next dungeon. And then from what I hear, the end game gets really, really hard. So uh, I'm, I'm excited to sort of see what that's all about. But, yeah, it's totally free to play. Um, right now, you just go download on Steam and, and give it a go. Like I said, it, it gets right into the action with Diablo style. You know, I feel like sometimes with MMOs, you start out with like one ability or two abilities. Right. And then it's like, oh, like, all right, I'm five hours in. Now I'm starting to get more like, oh, that the rotation is starting to make sense. Right. Or like, oh, the flow starts to feel better now when I have another ability that I don't have to wait for this other ability, you know, um, lost Ark really sort of throws you right in there. Like they give you a bunch of abilities right off the bat and like, you can just go out there swinging, you know? So I, I think it's easy to jump into and, and, you know, within an hour or two, you might know like, Hey, this is a game I might want to just keep playing or, or, Hey, this isn't for me. It seems like they, uh, assume that you played a video game before in this, uh, (laughs) for this to, to give you a few, start you off that way. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's definitely could be a little daunting with like a lot of stuff. And like I said, they definitely they like they prey on that dopamine. You know, it's like you're getting (laughs) rewards all over the place. It's like, oh, I got my daily login bonus. Like, here's a cool chest. Open it up. And there's a bunch of stuff in there like, oh, okay, you um, you donated to your guild. Here's a bunch of stuff. Oh, you know, and, and it's just like always sort of like things and you're getting things and you're leveling up and it, it like i said it's sort of like whoa what's going on but as as you start to play a little bit more it's like oh okay i, I sort of i see what's going on here and and there is a lot to sort of digest but uh it all sort of seems to be working together pretty good and and like i said it's been pretty popular in in korea and russia and um you know it's one of those things where you know new world came out and like people are stoked about it. And then it sort of like fell off the, the edge yes. of the world, you <laughs> so know, I wonder what happened because that, that came out and yeah, there was a whole lot of excitement for it. And then it kind of just flopped. And then like, there were tons of bugs. It. Yeah. yeah. It, it, like, honestly, they handled it really, really rough. And yeah, like there were like millions of players playing that game or over a million players in the beginning. And like, now I think there's like 30 or 50,000 people playing Ooh. like, like, Ooh. yeah, that, they took it's a rough. huge hit and like I've, I've seen some dev interviews and they're working to get it better. Uh, but yeah, the good thing with this game is it, it has a proven track record, right? Like it's got a big, strong fan base and they've got literally like years of content already done. So it's yeah. one of those things you won't be like expecting a content drought, you know, because it's all there. So I'm sure they have like a real nice sort of paste um you know timeline of content release so if you get into it you know i think there's gonna be plenty of reasons to stick around yeah well i reckon you know if i had the personality to make it my job i would probably play mmos a lot more otherwise like yeah i just sort of like say fun fancy i just i take a break and then maybe i can play (laughs) i take a break and then maybe i can play a different one yeah like i said this is I don't know. I would be interested to see if you ever would jive with this because, like, like you said, it's like it's not, and it doesn't feel like an MMO. But then, like, it it is, and you you those elements are definitely there. It's just in such a different wrapping that than I'm used to. Yeah, if it plays like Diablo, I can see it 
had like th- that might be part of the kind of allure of it. I think too is that you you know with Final Fantasy fourteen and World of Warcraft, like they they have that that same feeling. And I don't know if um if if the new world kind of plays the same way or not, but I can see where you have just people might just be ready for that different experience with an MMO, like still be into MMOs, but then see like, oh, well, this one plays like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's different. So all of a sudden it's it's kind of like a, you know, breath of fresh air or just a change of pace or something, you know, just to, where you're, you're still getting kind of like the 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 community of you know you're playing with other people and stuff so you still have that that community feeling and and like you said opening the chests and the daily drops and all that stuff so yeah i could it, it makes sense why that people would be ready for something like this especially if like you're sitting in a, a final fantasy 14 uh, queue with like 5000 people uh, you still just, in front you of just you. just have like six different MMOs open for the different games. You got Final Fantasy one. You got you got old school RuneScape on your mobile. You've got the second monitors. Got. <laughs> yeah, there, there was uh, I, there was a queue when I logged in on. Um, it was Saturday. It was a twenty six thousand person queue. But that sounds really, it sounds crazy, right? It, it was over in like 20 minutes. It wasn't too bad. But that was also launch weekend. Um, yeah. they, they like locked up some servers like and, and they were like, you can't make any new people here. And and then like, I think they sort of solidified um, like the like everything because now I, every time I log on, there's no queue and I, you know, you can make characters and all the servers and and all that good stuff. So, yeah, I, I would actually, David, you should try this game. I, that. I mean, everyone should, I think. Like I said, it's free to play, so it's super easy to get in there. But um, yeah, the, like I said, the combat just feels good. Yeah, I'll have to get on there. Like, I remember uh, it was pretty fun. Like, if it's got that Diablo feel, like uh, we we played Diablo, th- I guess it was Diablo 3 on the Switch and had some, like, raids on that. For uh, We didn't play it a ton, but even then, like, the little bit we did play was pretty fun. So and, Yeah, uh, and then... Uh, yeah. One last thing, I guess, to to say again, just to sort of differentiate from, you know, um, like a Final Fantasy or, or Warcraft, those fights are super scripted, right? Like when you get into raids and bosses, it's like they, they, they have their set mechanics and a lot of them even have like a set pathing, right? Like, of course, it, it varies, you know, depending um, with each thing, but more or less like you learn a fight and you sort of know it. It seems like this, like obviously enemies have certain paths, but it just seems like it's a lot more random and, and something where it's like, Hey, I need to really play more off um, sort of reaction, right? Like I'm reacting to what's going on. And a lot of like, I know with Warcraft, especially with wow, is like a lot of it's preparation of knowing what the fight's going to do. You know, like you can learn the fight and just sort of like anticipate and learn where to go where this seems more like it's going to be like, hey, a little more action-oriented, I'm on the fly here, sort of reacting to what's going on. Um, and there is apparently like a, a big, robust PvP scene as well, but I, again, I haven't really messed with all that just yet. Yeah, I know with like Final Fantasy fourteen, a lot of the time, like I played as the DPS, so you know the, the bulk of my job was just stand beside the enemy and hack them to death, and then if David there was, was like, a pumper. A... Yeah, if there was a circle under your feet, then you should get out of the way for a sec. <laughs> but other yep. than that, it didn't. I didn't feel like a whole lot of whole lot of thought had to go into uh, 
what I was doing. It was basically like, okay, hit this button and this button, wait for it to recharge, hit that button again. Oh, there, I got my special. I'm going to use that now. Like it's, yeah, there. It, yeah, it's it feels very scripted, you know, yeah. but that's good. Like, I like that kind of gameplay because you can master it, you know, and then you you know what's going on. But yeah, it's that's why it's also I, I get into that like, oh, with Lost Ark, like, oh, just just attack all out attack. And it's like, no, 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 you got to sort of pay attention and <laughs> and you yeah. have to, you know, move. You know, you can't just you can't eat all this. Yeah. No, it sounds pretty neat. Uh, like you said, if it's free, I mean, why not to. Uh... Download it, give it a shot, see how it goes. I'm sure uh, I'll be able to to catch you on there one day and we can uh, go hack some people. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Man, we're getting we're getting late. It's already... <laughs> we're yeah, it's a beefy boy. An hour and a quarter in. Um, maybe I'll save the Monarch track for later. Um, I know... Uh, I guess what I'll say is... Um, so, uh, for... Uh, the Thirsty Mage website, I reviewed Monarch, which is the uh, the latest game from NIS America. And uh, contractually obligated to review. Obviously. The Persona and, spinoff, uh, right? Yeah, well, <laughs> that's that's certainly what the marketing uh, wants you to believe. Like, it, it it's very much like if, if you look at, uh, the, you know, the website or if you see trailers and stuff, it's, it's always talking about showing those kind of parallels where it's, um, you know, and, and I mean, the parallels are there <laughs> when you look at the formula. I joked in the review, it's like, okay, so basically you're a high school student who um, travels to the other world or metaverse via a cell phone application and you uh, have a persona or ego, uh, as they call it in this game, that provides you with power and able to <laughs> fight enemies. <laughs> and uh, like, and there, there's like, so many things like the 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 phantom thieves are just called pack bearers and it, it's it's their the first few hours it's kind of daunting because it's like oh man this is so it's so ripping off persona it's not even like it's like almost beat for beat the exact same um but when you get kind of when you get past the the setup and you start to actually get into the gameplay and stuff it it is a lot different like in persona there's so much of the relationship mechanic and it's so story driven and stuff when you're not fighting and but it's completely different in monarch because it's it's not the dungeons aren't you know just walking around and and fighting enemies and building up your relationships like the it's it's more of um puzzle based horror based almost like it's they put you in this area where um there's students like insane students their their minds are kind of been poisoned by this mist so they're they're like zombies almost and so you're kind of trying to dodge the students because they can knock you out and at the same time you're trying to find clues to open pathways into um to the other world uh to to take away the power of the of the enemies or whatever how was how did your clue finding go (laughs) how did your clue finding go oh man the one thing I'll say about this is that uh, have a support system, like have some friends that are playing this game or something. Because, <laughs> you want to use it? Want to use your one call to a friend? Monarchs yeah, like, Anonymous. Yeah, I'm t- uh, at least in this day and age. Though, I mean, whoever's making the guides for these things are going to clean up on the clicks. I tell you, there's going to be ad revenue <laughs> for days because so many people are going to be like, "Why? What is the solution to this? I have no idea." 
um you know obviously having review like when you're reviewing the game these these don't exist so you're kind of struggling yourself so i had like this i think there's at least five of us that were reviewing the game that were all like one of us would hit a wall and then be like okay who who got past this part and it's like okay i got past this part and then uh and then the person that you know solved it that will hit a wall and they're like okay everyone needs to catch up because <laughs> i don't know how to get past this part and then you know somebody catches up and they figure it out and then we keep going so i mean a lot of some of the puzzles were were pretty difficult to to figure out like it, trying to find the the small details and and weird spots and stuff and um but then when you actually so once that exploration phase is done and you solve the puzzle that unlocks the door to get to the other world and then you start fighting the enemies um it's all kind of in a uh, kind of like a fire emblem or even even kind of trails of cold steel kind of battle where there's like a great big battlefield with uh, environmental factors and stuff and uh you know each each ally in each enemy there's like a phase where everybody gets one turn and um, you can actually defer your turn to to other members of your party but then there's like there's um it can harm you at the same time like there's a there's a cost to doing that and stuff um and, and so early on the combat doesn't feel great because you have so few like it's basically like walk up to an enemy and slash them like it's there's not too a whole lot to it but once you start unlocking all these different powers, it gets pretty insane. Like that you can do um, different kinds of magic that that'll attack like one enemy or multiple enemies. And then the main hero has this way of chaining all of the allies together so that they can share their powers. Um, so if you get someone who like, if you buff someone up, then you can connect everyone together and they all get the buffs and, and then they all can use mm. each other's uh, attacks and, and so there's like this one particular spot where I was having trouble and I'm like, all right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, the solution was that I, I differ, like I had a party of six and I'm like, okay, I'm going to set, I'm going to let the one person have like all six turns. I'm going to buff them up to the max and then I'm going to, um, it's called resonate. So you connect them all together. So then when the next round happened, they were all in this special status with these huge buffs and they just they just crushed every like everyone in the vicinity and <laughs> demolished so, them. Yeah, just demolished because they're all in the special uh special phase or whatever that that gave them all like this extra power and stuff. So it's like and there's so many ways to win battles like you can you can manipulate the combat system so much and so yeah, it was it was really fun, but it's one of the things is is it was very like the the ratings for these games like it could be i saw a rating as low as four out of ten and i saw someone give it 10 out of 10 um i was at nine out of 10 because i i really got into the combat and there's so many jrpgs that are just um too easy (laughs) like when you play a lot you kind of get used to like okay i've seen this before so it's not that difficult um this was the first time that i it presented a real challenge um so it was kind of just the fact that it was so hard was was unique. So I was really digging it because it's like usually the the biggest challenges I've had lately are playing like Soulsborne games and they're not fun challenging though though like Soulsborne games and <laughs> a lot of the time are just like oh I, like Beat I, your head I hate against this the wall. Like, I want to throw my controller at the television right now uh, challenging like this is so frustrating. Um, but the, this one was more fun like you know 
trying to figure it's, a, it's like doing a puzzle like you know it's just kind of that dopamine hit of like oh i solved it like this feels so so awesome like i'm so smart i figured it out you know <laughs> and um and then yeah figuring out the combat just like playing around with that is just it's just amazing so uh i was really high on it uh i i can see where you know uh, i know one of the some of the complaints were like you have to grind um in certain battles you have to there's certain battles that are really tough so you have to do grinding to kind of level up your people um which is i don't know it's kind of true if you're skipping battles like the thing with it is that when you're doing exploration there's optional battles um kind of during the horror phase that you could do before the real battle and it's like if you if you're skipping that if you're not if you're not actually doing any of those then you're going to be under leveled when you actually get to the boss um so it's it's like optional in the sense of like there's a bunch on a list that you could choose from, but you should do something because you're not, you're not going to be leveled enough. Um, so, so I could see like to, to one person that might be grinding, but to me, it's like, well, that's just the gameplay. Like they're just giving you a choice of like, which, which yeah, arena you do you want to fight about in? It. Like you should fight something, but you get to choose where you want to go. Like, do you want the harder one? Do you want the easier one? Do something, you know, like you gotta, you gotta build up. <laughs> Don't be people. a lazy turd. That's right. Like you don't you, you don't get to skip all the battles and then like take on the boss and win. Like that's not how things work. Um and it does have like a casual mode, um, which I put in quotations because it, it really just reduces the amount of damage that you take by I think like twenty or thirty percent. So it's like if you're getting wrecked, that's not that's not helping you at all. So it's it's not exactly casual. Um definitely a tough game, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um had had a good time with it. it I, I had more a better time with it than I thought I would, especially early on, because uh, I I was really worried it was just going to be a, uh, you know, a Persona clone, but it ended up being a lot more. Yeah, I remember you early on seemed way less enthused. Yeah, <laughs> I was not enthused when I got that code. I'm like, oh man, this is I don't know about this one, but uh, I'm happy that I enjoyed enjoyed it in the end. Yeah, I've tried the demo and I'm just like, oh, there's too much talking right now. Like, just, <laughs> <laughs> which it tends to be, but like, it's the same. Like, I was doing the triangle strategy, the newest demo last night. And I'm like, uh, I wish I just want to fight. Just, I just want to yeah. fight. Go away. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing is like when I, I would say in my gameplay, it's probably for me, it was probably 25% exploration and, and talking and 75% in a battle. So it's 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 mostly battling, uh, in my opinion. Like that that's where I'm. Maybe I'm just focusing. Like I'm so focused on the battles that maybe, uh, maybe it's not the same for other people's. But I can totally see how the experience would vary greatly from one person to the next because it, it really depends on your taste and how you actually play the game. Because there's a lot of different ways to play. Yeah. Well, if you're looking for a nice uh, badly game page. Lost <laughs> Ark. <laughs> How about you, Paige? Do you have any games you're allowed to talk about uh, that you're playing now, or are they all uh, under wraps? Uh, when when does this episode come out? That'll be the answer to that question. Oh, whether uh, I can... <laughs> Sunday. In so like this coming, this yeah. coming one. Okay, no. well I can't. No, I don't have anything to do. <laughs> I, I um. <laughs> I, that, I, that I can think of off the top, yeah. Like I said, I didn't even finish the Triangle Strategy gem because I was starting to play last night. I'm just like, I'm falling asleep with the reading. So, and like the that that new one, it's from the start of the game, so it's a bit more, 
boring because as last I remember the, the, pre the previous demo was like they put it part way through so that you had the the conviction the battle you know a couple of yeah. different battles to do um stakes were already like sort of high whereas like Bernard's character saying things like certain things and I'm like mm-hmm because mm -hmm, like you already know something that happens not long after that <laughs> he's like okay sure um and you could play around like you have a lot more characters like of course this is really basic gameplay it was like what I was saying in the original one I could do so much more because I had the whole team of mages and everything mm -hmm. but it is good to have demos that take you from the start and then you can continue the game when it comes out you don't have to redo the so whole thing so smart super smart yeah um, but I think yeah because I can't talk about <laughs> uh, one game I'm reviewing yet because that's not that's not for another week and I don't really think I've been playing anything else that I can think of. Like I haven't made well, much. Yeah, I had I had a, a bit of I had don't... a bit of a gaming break. I did do yeah my Valentine's video, and that was about <laughs> about it. Or I forgot about like five different games that I recorded footage for because <laughs> I <laughs> deleting the list and stuff. Well, I was going to say at least uh, at least we're not hurting for for. Uh content on this episode <laughs> no no I, I think we'll be pretty good for a little while now <laughs> with uh, triangle strategy coming up and stranger paradise i'm looking forward to that one uh, and elden ring comes out soon too right yeah that comes out that's like two weeks from now I think. <laughs> I just I think. Got a message. maybe next week yeah yeah next next week i think uh my husband's like no Elden ring comes out right as i start a block of 12 hour shifts <laughs> like, uh, oh no! Oh, I'll, I'll stop playing the game when he's not there to mess with enough. <laughs> I, I'll 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 use all the other PS Five games I've got to cover. Well, like while he's at work, that's my opportunity. He's gonna have to get Game Pass on his uh, phone and stream it from work. <laughs> yeah, not with Australian internet. I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's too bad. I imagine it costs a few bucks too. It's not like uh, not like the unlimited. Uh, I think uh, down in down in America. You get your unlimited internet. You could do that, but probably nowhere oh, else. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, we have unlimited internet for home. Not for. I don't know if any phone plans have unlimited <laughs> data though. I've yep. I got unlimited data. Mm. We have. We just got unlimited that, that, data. In that's Canada. why my mom's considering moving to America. <laughs> so yeah. that's... We just got it in Canada, but it it's only so the way that the unlimited works is that you get like the 5g speeds uh, for the first five gigabytes and then everything after that uh, goes down to dial up so it's basically like you get five gigabytes and then anything after that is basically just you get to read your emails and that's about it yeah it, yeah i just stream youtube literally all day pretty much <laughs> i wonder if i i'll see if i can find my my usage before we wrap the show up <laughs> Yeah, uh, your Android phone needs one of those memories uh, graphics so that we can find out uh, how how much uh, which apps are getting all the usage. Yeah, oh, definitely YouTube. <laughs> cool. Oh man, we're all. It's been it's been a long while since we've uh, had a ninety minute episode. So we uh, we we went the distance this time. All it did, all we needed it was the death of the Wii and 3DS shots. <laughs> Yep. Rest Content in peace. for days. 
Content for days. Um, let's see. So from February first to the twenty eighth this month, but really, I guess it's it's the sixteenth as of recording. Uh, I've got fourteen point eleven gigabytes of mobile data used. There. Last Bad. month was forty four. <laughs> Good old <laughs> unlimited. So yeah, some of those uh, American satellites up here. Get us, get us, get us you just got to move down south, uh, David. Yeah. It's not that far. <laughs> no, it's not. So, yeah. Pick up indies, get affordable space adventures, um, disconnect, disconnect your consoles for everything else. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, a lot of indies are going to be, a lot of indies are going to be making some bank, uh, probably more bank than they got when, when the Wii U was, uh, running. So, <laughs> good for them hopefully hopefully we can get some money into their pockets yeah but yeah i guess that'll do it for this week uh yeah i want to thank uh page and casey uh, page for doing all the all the hard work for getting that yep. list for us that's, that's <laughs> a few hours of work i'm gonna have to charge you that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. yeah you'll just just email me the bill i'm sure i'll i'll get around to it <laughs> <laughs> And that'll be this much in eShop cards so that I can yeah. <laughs> buy these games. I'll get you that eShop card by April 2023. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, here's a $2,000 eShop card. Yeah. Expired. <laughs> cool. Well, uh, yeah, I want to thank everyone for listening. And uh, yeah, I guess we'll have some... Uh, triangle strategy coming up uh, or the next episode actually is going to be uh our uh our talk nintendo 150th uh extravaganza of uh the crossover <laughs> i was so. thinking that exact word extravaganza by extravaganza, the way extravaganza which uh, i have to actually uh, do the homework on that one for and yeah. actually play the game <laughs> yeah. well, well that's the good things it's not a long Short game you know no, which uh, is it's not something us RPG people are accustomed to, so it's a nice no. change of pace. Yeah, I'm I'm sure I can at least triple the length by incompetency. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, if you hey. use, um, well, All I guess. Directions? Well, I was gonna say it's on the. I don't know how you're gonna play it, but you should be able to use save states. That's my plan. True. It's cheating make though. it easy mode that's the cheating <laughs> but that's you just don't tell anyone you use those states you see i played it authentic and they're like oh dang pages oh, for real. See, you weren't playing I it it, you, weren't, you weren't streaming it so nobody knows that <laughs> you're yeah, cheating. Yeah. <laughs> for nintendo uh, version i played a version of it of the super nintendo doesn't matter which one but yeah that'll be our castlevania 4 one uh next week so make Super. sure to uh yeah, super Castlevania. <laughs> so yeah, make sure to tune in for that. And yeah, we'll have a lot of fun. Uh, that episode should be a lot of people on, so it'll I'm sure it'll be chaos. <laughs> oh yeah, screaming yeah. over. Yeah. I don't envy you and and that edit. Get a whistle, <laughs> so like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fifteen second penalty. No talking for you. Yeah. I'll just go and have a coffee. No one will even know I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Cool. Imagine like those kind of game, like those kind of games as HD two D. Oh man, that'd be cool. Oh. Like the, cool. Just get the depth between the background. Yeah. 
Yeah, but they're Konami, so you know that's not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's Square's like, you know what? I'm gonna make my own Castlevania. <laughs> <laughs> they make everything else these days. They might as well. They got a hundred games coming out. So. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for everyone for listening, and thanks to Paige and Casey for joining me tonight. And we'll see everyone out at the next Thirsty Mage. Bye. Bye. Adios.